This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. Uh, I can't wait to talk to my next guest here. She is providing portraiture like none other here in the FM area. And what's so unique about it is we're during a time where everybody's taking their cell phone and and they're using it as selfies. And they're just overproducing these things. And it all looks the same. So it's so wonderful to have somebody here doing something refreshing with kind of that old school style of photography. I know nothing about it. So we're going to get to know her and what she's doing. And we got Carrie here with uh, Hi-Hat Couture. I'm going to say that one i'm gonna say because i can i can pronounce that one but i can't really pronounce the other one you also do old school collodion collodion good morning to you good morning i'm gonna move the mic a little closer to you here so we can hear you better how you doing today i'm doing good i was cold this morning yeah <laughs> it is expected i guess that changed like out of nowhere yeah i mean we were like 75 yesterday and now today we're 40 degrees i know fall had to happen sometime but i don't know that i was quite ready for just a light switch to go off like that yeah well wonderful to have you thank you so much you're Thanks you're me. you're a busy gal i try to be is this the week <laughs> now that you have like a, a an open art studio for folks to come and walk in and see what you're doing yeah so i do uh, in the fm community i'm the only person that does this process and i do a walk-in day for portraits once a month yeah. these are not like a full studio session it's right. like a headshot but it helps people understand the process right um they still get a very amazing image and I offer it for like a pretty reasonable price right so it's also a good opportunity for me to just have people walk in and meet me and I'm very community oriented yeah I like having people around I enjoy that a lot so uh I do it once a month. The date is not the same every month, right. so you have to look at my social media. Now, I want to ask you here, we're getting to know you here and getting to know some of the things you're doing. Did I understand during our conversation before we went on air here, this was kind of something you fell into, not fell into, but maybe pursued a little more during the pandemic? Was that is that correct? Yes. Um, I don't know if I should start at the beginning or... <laughs> Yeah, okay. no. Uh, yeah, I used to do hats. I had an online business. It had a worldwide community, and it cool. was a successful business for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Um, I did restore repair vintage antique hats. Wow. I have, yeah, I have a few clients I still uh, provide hats for, but it's pretty much a backseat thing now. Yeah. Um, the pandemic interrupted that entire business. Nobody was going anywhere. Right. There were no festivals. Sure. Um, but I always had an interest in history and old things and yeah. and. So I did a photo shoot right before the f- pandemic okay. with another artist who does this okay. in Bismarck. Okay. And I wanted it to be a special photo shoot that showcased my work in millinery, right. but also was for me personally. Sure. And so when I went to that studio, I had really connected with the process. And I was at a time in my life where... I was looking for something creative to do that was fresh and new to me. Yeah. Uh, but also hit my interests. Yeah. And when I was there, I had fun doing the shoots, of course. Right. Um, but I, th- I immediately thought in my head when I was even just sitting there, like, I would rather be the person doing this than sitting in front of the camera. <laughs> right. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, with phone and phone apps, we're seeing applications that copy what you're doing authentic wise when you see people using the phone apps 
which are nothing like the quality of what you're actually doing with the photography. What do you think about that? I'm like, oh, dear, you're not even getting to to the to the surface here of how important <laughs> how important this really is to do the real deal thing and not use a phone. Well, app. you know what? I I'm very non-judgmental about advances in technology yeah. and anything that honors or draws attention to this process. Right. Ha- I have no problem with actually. Sure. I if you look at my phone, yeah. I have one of the apps that are called Ten Types. I never use it, but I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. And then of course, you know, the the new way of doing things digitally, you can make things look old. Right. So that's fine. It's not the same. Right. In my opinion, it's just like um, people doing digital art versus a painting. Yeah. There's always going to be a place for a painting. Right. Um, you're not going to replace that. No. So mm-hmm. like AI art, I have no yeah. problem with that either. Right. It's, right. It, bring it on. More art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's kind of like. I can use the, the, the relationship here with radio. You can have somebody here on a radio talking about the songs, playing the songs, or you can just go to a Spotify and just have things repeating. It's all what you want to get out of the process, but I think for somebody who likes the type of things you're doing, it's about the experience as well of having the photo shoot. Tell me what that's like when you when you invite somebody in, and because uh, we've seen some of the great work that you're doing here. What is it about the 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 process that just really draws people in and that they love it so much well i should have had you in first and then you could could have spoke to this but i can only say um you know through my experience personally what it was like the first time and what i think it how it affects it depends on the individual but um when people come in i always explain the basics of the history of photography right and it's hard, especially for the younger generation, to realize how hands-on what I'm doing is. Right. So I will sometimes show them various things, sure. like actual tin types from yeah. the era, uh, explain why photography from that era is important and how it got us to where we are with technology. Right. And then I like to, once I get that technical stuff out of the way and yeah. they're kind of aware of what goes on, um, I really like the connection between me and the person. And even if they're shy and we don't speak a lot about their personal life, because yeah. that happens often. Right. Sometimes you're like a hairdresser. They tell you everything. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, because they're nervous. Of course. Uh, people are always nervous getting their portrait done. Right. Um, but there's a shared thing where I'm doing something for you. Right. We're showcasing you. Yeah. And so hopefully it gives them a feeling of identity. Right. And significance to why seeing yourself from, it would be my perspective. Right. Would be interesting. Right. I want to talk about this. Uh, you just mentioned tintype. I don't know the differences here, but you have them on your social media, and I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, explain what tintype is and ambrotype is. These are the type of things that I've seen yeah. on your page here. Kind of describe the uniqueness of those things. Well, it's a, what I do is a chemical process, okay. and... I apply chemi- chemicals to a surface, right. and it's so base. A way to explain it is, it's not film; it's called a plate. Yeah, but it is like I'm making the film. Yeah. So, if an amber type, so I'm applying the same exact chemicals to either glass, okay. a glass surface, yeah, or a tin surface. It's gotcha. not really tin; it's aluminum. Right. You can use other forms of metal. Okay. Um, also, a big difference between amber type and tin type is an amber type. Is can also be a negative. Yeah. So that's why they invented this process. Right. 
they wanted to start making multiple contact prints yeah. off of a single image. Right. And so clear glass ambrotypes that are processed a certain way right. can become negatives yeah. where you make multiple prints. Right. So there's that's the main difference, but an easy way to say it is one is on metal, one is on glass. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what you're doing here is so unique, and, and I know from a, a musician standpoint, I ask a lot of the singer-songwriters we bring in here in studio, what are some of the ways that you've seen uh, the Fargo-Moorhead community embrace what you do here as a singer-songwriter, but as an artist, what are some things that you've seen since you've done this in the pandemic that have really been unique to be involved in, but what do you think we could also do more to support artists? Well, that is a big question, but for me, I have to say, when I began, I just mentioned this to a friend the other day, it's like everything just came to me. So, you know, sometimes in life that happens, sometimes it doesn't. I understand, you know, you have to have some ambition and you have to put yourself out there, which I certainly have done in my life, no matter what I'm doing, Right, but... There's also an element of the right things will come to you. Sure. You know, you don't have to push too hard. Yeah. And the community here in the FM area is super supportive. They yeah. have been of me. I, I mean, when I just started making plates, I mean, within a few months, I had an article on the front page of the newspaper. Cool. Good and it for was, you. It was for a project that I just did as a way to connect with people. Right. Um, while we were isolated under lockdown. Right. So I was really proud of that. And a young gentleman at the time who worked for the Arts Partnership, uh, he was the one who was following me on social media. So I would recommend as an artist, get your stuff out there and let things come to you. Yeah. Uh, It will connect with the people that it should connect with. Right. Um, As a community, I would say... You know, we get so busy in our day-to-day lives, sure and that's do. fine. Yeah. You know, we have bills to pay and families to take care of. Right. That's a priority. Of course. But if we don't make time for the arts, right. whether it's music, visual arts, dance, whatever, right. we're losing something in our life, and it's no longer balanced. Right. So just... Seeing what appeals to you, what kind of art appeals to you, and then, you know, supporting that. Right. Did I see recently, and I don't know if you just mentioned this a little bit ago, you were part of an art crawl? I usually participate as a studio in the art crawl. Okay. Uh, That is something I think has been going on for about 20 years. Cool. It's by the FMVA, a wonderful organization for artists. Yeah. And I totally, if you're starting out in art, you you should get involved with the FMVA. Right. Um, The art crawl this year was the first time I worked in the little gallery on the first floor of my building. Yeah. So I had art displayed, but I was supporting that co-op business. It's an art gallery on 8th Street. Okay. Um, it's called Dakota Fine Arts. Okay. So it was a lot of fun. It was a little more relaxed because I wasn't doing portraits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to double up. So I'm doing portraits this Saturday, 11, 11 to 4 cool. for my walk-in. And awesome. I didn't want to do two weekends in a row. Yeah. So. so the walk-in, tell me one more time, 11 to 4. 11 and, to 4. And when people come in for this walk-in, what kind of experience are they going to have? Well, um, hopefully it'll be buzzing and, and there'll be people in and out. And uh, I have my assistant, M coming in. She's learning the process. Yeah. And we, like I said, we'll do a brief explanation, but it's pretty rapid fire with the walk-ins. Okay. And yeah, you'll come in, decide, I'll explain what it is, you decide if you want that portrait. Sure. What time I have open. Right. And then, uh, yeah, you get to see my beautiful historical studio. You might have to wait a few minutes. Of course. But uh, I will walk you through the process. And at the end of it, if you do get a portrait, um, you know, you have a memento that, that will last as long as silver and metal or silver and glass. 
last last. So I, I want to ask you this too. I bet you are. You must be the type that when you're out in public and you're walking around, like, oh, I would love to to photograph. I would love to do a, a, a session with that person. Yeah. They just they've got this look that I I would love to yeah. capture. Oh, I love that outfit, or I love the expression. Mm. I would love to work with that person. Do you ever do that when you're yes. out in public? I have a pro. I'm shameless. I am not shy. <laughs> it's so funny because when you know when you're young. When I was young, I was extremely introverted, but. Right. Um, got over that real quick yeah. and so I don't have a problem like if I see someone if it's tactful it's not strange especially as a woman it's a little less creepy yeah. for me to just <laughs> right. start a conversation sure. I've worked in retail for years yeah. so you know start a conversation see if they seem open to things you can usually tell by people's vibe right. and then I will give them a card and say come on by cool. and I do people even in walking days just come up to see what I do because yeah. they're interested in photography right um and if they have a certain look, I'll say, uh, you don't have to pay. Let's schedule a portrait. Right. Let's do a model shoot. Yeah. You know, but it, it does, it's not everybody. <laughs> yeah, of course. I want to ask you bucket list items. Are there some celebrities out there that you would just love to connect with and be able to do uh, a, a session with? I mean, maybe something, you know, obviously in the long of the lines of, of what you're doing here, but you're like, I would love to work with with maybe a celebrity of some sort that uh, you just feel would be a, a great session? You know, I would really love to work with uh, musicians. Yeah. I have a close connection to music. A lot of my artwork is inspired by specific songs or albums. Cool. Um, you can't tell maybe directly, but they are. <laughs> um, Give so me yeah. one. Give me oh, one. I would love to take pictures of Depeche Mode, any cool. member. <laughs> Cool. I did not get. I did not see that coming. Depeche Mode. That yeah. could be fun. Yeah. Anything. Um. I'm kind of into that old school alt right. scene. Love it. Uh, but I am very open minded. I love opera. I would like to connect with the local right. opera house here and just yeah. get involved. I. You know. I. I'd love to do anything. So local celebrities are fine too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but people are people to me. Sure. So and I like I said I let things come to me. So if they stumble into my studio one day, yeah. someone of significance, that's great. Right. Um, if they don't, well, that's all right, too. <laughs> Absolutely. I love, you said this during the break before we got live on air here. You talked about, uh, you're, you're very part of the, uh, involved in the community. There are some some things that are very important to you. And I see that uh, you're doing a little giveaway with the Rape and Abuse Crisis Center tomorrow at Harvest Moon. Kind of tell us about some of the the local nonprofits or or things like that that you're, you're that are near and dear to, to your heart and that you like to get involved in time to time. Yeah, first we'll talk about that, and then I'll tell you about my historical project for the community. Yes. But, um, I reached out. To, uh, don't normally reach out to things. They usually come to me, as I said. But okay. I did reach out to this organization because the Rape and Abuse Crisis Center because I've had friends that have personally benefited from yeah. that facility right. and they do amazing work yeah. and I've had people I worked with in the community that used that facility in right. times of dress sure. so I thought well, it would be really nice I love supporting women to do something for them right. well they have an annual event it's uh, Harvest Moon yes and I gave a portrait session so you can bid on that. It's in the auction. Uh, and the proceeds go to benefiting their cause. Or And I'm giving away prints one there. The print, oh, cool. you can donate if you want, and the donate donation will go towards them. Right. Uh, but I will have some prints on hand, awesome. and that's Friday night. If you have a ticket, come up and say hi to me, and I'll give you a print. It's a print showcasing a young lady with um, wings on her eyes, and it's denoting really the problem 
that's rampant nowadays are underage girls that are being right. targeted by men online oh. or young men being targeted by men. I mean, it, right. you know, it's a big problem. It, so, yeah, just raising awareness for that is important. Well, we'll see you there. Yeah. I'll be there as well. So it'll be great to see oh, uh, what you're doing. And, and thank you for supporting that as well. That's very oh, kind of you. I just want to quick mention. So I did uh, my first major project with, yes. with a community organization that they, you know, it was a not-for-profit yeah. was for the Bonanzaville yes. Pioneer Village. So I work with, I do a a pop-up or I do a demo every Pioneer Days. Okay. Um, and that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, we have so much fun but my community project my first grant funded project they just paid for costs. Right. I made no money. Um, 100% of the grant money went to supplies. Actually I went way over budget so a lot of it came out of my own pocket. Right. <laughs> but I did a series of the historical buildings that they have there. Cool. Uh, along with the staff posing in costume. Oh, fun. So uh, some of the volunteers as well. Yeah. So it was really important for me, and I, I finished that in 2001. Okay. And it's on display. They they were given the plates. Yeah. That was what the grant was for. They'll sure. be on display, and they will. it'll be permanently archived there at the Cass County Historical Museum. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that the buildings there are very significant to the state, not yeah. just the community. Right. Um, Which one is your favorite? If you had to like be inside... Doing a session, <laughs> which which is the building there that you just think is is best suited for you? Well, I've done sessions inside several of the buildings oh, you have? because okay. my process works on natural light, right? And the windows there are not UV coated, yeah. Um, so I can take exposures inside. Cool. Uh, but I love Fargo's first house. Yeah. I mean, that was the first structure built in the state. Right. It was used as a prison. Oh. Um, and it's you know you can go see it during the summer. I it's, just learned something from you. Yes. Amazing. I, there is another <laughs> building that is amazing um i can't i can't remember under pressure what the name of it is but you'll see it if you go through the the little village yeah uh film the first film camera was invented there no kidding and kodak bought the patent from this guy okay so it's extremely significant to even what i do so the man who lived there replaced kind of the dry plate which was closer to what i do sure um not the same process but right you know amazing so it's got a lot of history people think it's just a fun little town where people get in costume no (laughs) i love it you are doing such wonderful things and like i said it's a growing popularity of portraiture that you're doing here in the fm area because we are a society that is so selfie driven on our phones so it's so great to see that there's someone like you here in the in the community offering this type of thing where can we find you on social media so my studio name is old school uh collodian it's so it's old school and it's c-o-l-l-o-d-i-o-n yeah. collodion okay. um that's going to be instagram facebook uh, my name is carrie janicek and it's k-a-r-y right i usually pop up if you put wet plate okay um and then my website is still under my old studio name okay which is high hat portraiture love it so it was based off my hat business yeah. when i first started and i haven't switched over just because um so many people have that original address so i'm gonna eventually i will switch to my new name but right. <laughs> wonderful i love that you came in and talked to us about this i have been so intrigued and wanting to hear more about this i appreciate 
appreciate you making the time. Yes, you have to come in. I will absolutely come in. I wanted, I do want to get a selfie with you so we can tag where you're from. But I, I want to, I want you to direct me on a type of pose <laughs> that we could do in a selfie that could also be in the type of photography <laughs> that you do. So it's going to be interesting to try to capture that. But okay. we're going to try. Okay, we'll try. We don't have a head brace, right. so uh, <laughs> that's what I use to keep people still. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I do. They're long exposures. I should have oh. mentioned that. Um, and that means so a lot of people do what I do. They they do modernize it a little bit by right. using what's called strobe lighting ah. because I was taught using natural light right. the original way. Uh, you have to hold still from anywhere from four to eight seconds, Ooh. nine seconds. I can see where that would start getting a little taxing. Yeah, so yeah. I have my little head brace there. <laughs> so cool. Um, and there's no shame in using it because we we all move around. <laughs> Absolutely, Carrie. Thank you so much. Love getting to know you, and uh, I'm gonna have to come in and get a get a session with you here soon. Okay. Fantastic. This side of country.